In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Tuesday of the first week of Advent. Today being the 29th day of November 2022, let us call upon the Spirit of God to come dwell in us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Making a New World. Making a New World. Dear children of God, the first reading is taken today is taken from the prophet Isaiah chapter 11 from verse 1 to verse 10. And the gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke chapter 10 from verse 21 to verse 24. Today in the first reading, through the prophecy of Isaiah, God promises us a new world. As against the world we have now and the world we had at the time of the prophecy of Isaiah, that is characterized by racism, by conflicts of different kinds, by wars, poverty, predation of one creature over another. The world that was characterized by injustice, inequality, dehumanization, oppression, slavery of different kinds and of different levels, extortion, exploitation, immorality, impurity, injustice, dispute, and different kinds of afflictions, unrest, and evils. God tells us that he is creating a world where peace, justice, fairness, equity, development, advancement will be the order of the day. And these will be non-discriminatory in his operation and existence, as God himself will create out of the existing world a new world where his will will reign supreme, and Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, will be the divine master. And so Isaiah tells us today that Christ Jesus, the coming of the Savior, the Messiah, the Redeemer of the world, will bring an end to the evils of the present and the past and introduce a new beginning. And he says that the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon the Messiah, the Savior, the Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he will judge the people and decide with equity of the meek of the earth. He will decide with equity for the meek of the earth, and he shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth, and with the breath of his lips 
he shall slay the wicked. And then he added, righteousness shall be the belt of his waist and faithfulness the belt of his loins. Now, this is the picture painted of the expected Messiah. In the gospel today, Jesus thanks God the Father for revealing the mysteries of the kingdom of God to the little ones. Rather than to the mighty, rather than to the great. And who are the little ones? Those who have the mindset of pride, Jesus. Those who have this spirit that came upon Jesus, upon them and in their life. Those who are guided and ruled by this very image, or rather by the same gifts of the Holy Spirit that were depicted in the first reading according to the prophecy of Isaiah. Simply put, the little ones are those who allow Jesus Christ the Messiah to take flesh in them. Because at Advent, we prepare ourselves for the incarnation of God in human form. The coming of the Messiah, the anointed of God, the Christ of God. And the Christ of God comes not to change the world as a person, but to through us, his own children, to change the world. God could have changed the world without taking the human form. But to let us know that this is a mission he wants to actualize through the instrumentality of human beings, he accepted to take the human form in the body of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Holy Mother of God. And so, dear child of God, when we pray for peace, when we pray for justice, when we pray for good governance, when we pray for reconciliation, when we pray for healing, when we pray for wealth, when we pray for good job, when we pray for a better society to live in, when we pray for an end to wickedness, to immorality, to ungodliness, to oppression, exploitation, racism, nepotism, hegemony of all kinds, we must recognize this fact that God is ready to answer and grant us. He is ready to send us the Messiah, the anointed of God, to come and attend to all of these our needs. But these needs will be attended to to the extent that we allow the Messiah to take flesh in us. Do you allow the person of Christ to take flesh in you in order to create the kind of world, the kind of society you are praying for, you are hoping for? Jesus wants, God wants you to have a good governor, a godly local government chairman who will promote justice, who will rule with the counsel of the Holy Spirit, who will be guided with the spirit of wisdom, who will not judge people by what he hears and what he sees, but he will judge according to the mind of God. God is ready to grant you that, but will you allow Jesus Christ to take flesh in you when you go to cast your vote? Or will you allow the spirit of wickedness to cause you to make a preference for the wicked man to the upright man? Or will you allow the spirit of ethnic bias, religious bias, to make you vote for the wrong person while you are praying for the right person to rule you? 
Will you allow God to use you to bless you with a good and a godly life partner? Or you will allow the desire for money, the greed for comfort, the, 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 the yearning for pleasure misguide you in choosing the wrong person? Dear child of God, God is not going to eliminate the word of any race, of any religion, or any group. So stop wishing away any particular group of people. You we must be ready to learn, to make ourselves veritable instruments of God, to turn in around every group in the world to what God wants them or we desire them to be. Yes, you may begin to say, but there are persons that cannot be changed. God will know how to slay the wicked with his tongue as he makes it clear in the first reading. But look at it. Here, Isaiah makes it clear that the, 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 the ox will be led, will eat straw, and will live together with lion, which is a carnivorous animal. And the sucking child shall play over the hole of the asp. And the wind child shall put his hand on the others then. They shall not hurt or destroy in all the Lord in the holy in his holy mountain, for all the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as waters cover the sea. And so, it is only when we make ourselves like little infant before God and allow him to draw us into the deep knowledge of the mysteries of his word and his will for humanity and the world that we are able to conquer our differences, our lines of divide, our conflicts and our disagreements and begin to walk together and live as one, just as the child, the carnivorous animal, the herbivorous animal, the beasts, the dangerous and deadly animals are quietly and peacefully cohabiting and living in the same environment and habitat with those who are weak and vulnerable. Dear child of God, let us therefore go all out today as we prepare for the coming of Jesus Christ in human form to predispose ourselves that this Jesus Christ will be allowed to take flesh in us and that we may submit ourselves in humility like little infants before the seat of the wisdom, knowledge and the understanding that come from the Spirit of God in order to be taught the mind of God and to live it out so that through us the presence of God God, who comes in human form through Jesus Christ will be made more pronounced in our world of today through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.